0: Coming up on today's show, the four best teams in the Big Ten face off against each other tonight. That means we've got plenty to talk about right here on Locked On Big Ten. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Big Ten. Everything you need to know about the conference every single weekday. And thanks for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every day of the week, Monday through Friday. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson. Coming up on today's show, Two big, big matchups coming up tonight in the Big Ten. Illinois faces off against Purdue. Michigan State against Wisconsin. Who will come out on top? What am I going to be looking for in each of these matchups? We'll get into all of that in the program today. But of course, before we dive into any of those matchups coming up tonight, we have to give you everything that you may have missed over the day yesterday in news around the Big Ten. Let's start with the new AP Top 25, of course, comes out every single Monday, and the Big Ten, well represented as always, and just as represented as in previous weeks. No huge, huge changes. Purdue is up to number three in the latest polls. Illinois sits at 13, Wisconsin is at 14, and Ohio State at 16. Michigan State follows up at 17, and then two other teams receiving votes this week, Indiana and then Iowa both actually right next to each other with, I think it was 11 and 7 votes. But anywho, they're a little ways off the top 25 still, but still getting their name mentioned as well. So that does match up, again, the top two teams in the AP rankings and in the Big Ten standings tonight, as well as number 14 against number 17 in Wisconsin against Michigan State. Again, Purdue and Illinois are 3 and 13 in the polls respectively, so we've got a whole lot and a big big night in Big Ten basketball to get to, a chance for us to learn a whole lot about what these two teams are doing and where they're at, and again, plenty to break down here in just a minute. Uh, in other news around the Big Ten, the Players of the Week, of course, came out at the same day that the AP Top 25s do. Kofi Cockburn, the number one player in the Big Ten last week, and it wasn't all that close if you ask me, 27 points per game and 10 rebounds per game to go with it. The big man was unstoppable. In the post for the Illini, of course, he'll have a big test, literally, in Zach Edey later here today. We'll get more coming on that in just a minute. I just want to get into these games, but we, we got to get into the few, few things to talk about. Uh, the freshman of the week was Bryce McGowans of Nebraska. He averaged 17 points and 4.5 and rebounds. An impressive week from the Cornhusker rookie. Elsewhere, in, again, Lenardi news. We update you every day on what he's doing and what he's tweeting out. Is it's a time when he usually sends stuff out pretty much every single day as we get into February. But actually, no updates from him since the last time we talked. So again, just a quick review. Seven teams in the tournament, probably the seven that you know there's a pretty big divide in the Big Ten between the top and bottom half, at least this season. So the same seven teams as always. Again, Purdue's on that one line. Illinois, Michigan State, and Wisconsin currently all in the top four seedings as Joe Lenardi has it right now. Again, no updates since yesterday. We'll give you more if more come in by tomorrow. I hope they do because, again, big games coming up all around the country, but especially in the Big Ten tonight. That's a look at just everything going on in the Big Ten as far as scores and news go. Again, those two games on tonight, not the only two games here on the Big Ten schedule. I'll actually pull it up Right now, we do have one more on the docket. Northwestern will face off against Indiana here tonight. That one will be a telling one for the Hoosiers, of course, as well. And then also Michigan and Penn State do battle here this evening as well. So eight Big Ten teams in action. But, of course, those two big, big games, the ones we're really going to be focusing on here in just a minute on Locked On Big Ten. 10 we'll get to that in just a second got a down illinois and purdue and michigan state and wisconsin again what many may consider to be the four best teams in this conference if not four out of the best five at the very least they're all going up against each other tonight we're going to break it down here in just a minute on the show BetOnline is the place to go for all of your online sports betting needs this year. It's BetOnline.net with a new website that the people love and all sorts of new news, podcasts, of course, ways for you to bet out there on the site too. Of course, the big game's coming up in a couple of weeks. You're going to have to get your money in on that, but baseball season's right around the corner. Basketball and hockey are still in full swing, so if you need to make sure that you're at the best place to make sure you're taking full advantage of all your smart picks, head on over to betonline.net. It's betonline.net, your place to go for all of your online sportsbook needs. It's Super Week brought to you by Get Upside here on the network. And there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than Locked On NFL. Locked On Bengals and Locked On Rams are also both in L.A. Helping out with Locked On NFL and, of course, doing their own thing to get ready for the Super Bowl on press row all week long so you can make sure you're up to date on everything going on over there in Los Angeles They're getting ready for the big game. You can get ready for the big game by listening into what they've got to say. It's some great coverage. We've got going on all week here with Locked On. Locked On Big Ten, Nate Dickinson with you here. And once again, thanks for making the show your first listen every weekday, Monday through Friday. We got you covered with everything you need to know going on around the conference. Let's dive into these games that we've got here tonight because two huge ones that could help define really not only who's atop the Big Ten the rest of the way, who has that bragging rights and power, but also how we kind of see these teams for the rest of the season as well. These big games are things that help decide those kind of things and how we really, really view teams going into the postseason. So let's start with the biggest of the big, of course. The top two teams in the AP Top 25 in the conference. The top two teams in the standings overall. Purdue and Illinois. It's number three with the Boilermakers and number 13 with the Illini. Playing this game in Mackey Arena, it's going to be a huge one, of course. And not just in the sense of the game as well. Two of the biggest presences in the conference are going to go off here. When you have Zach Eady and Kofi Coburn going at it in the post. It's just one of the matchups, though, that really highlights this whole thing. You've got Coburn on one side. You've got Edie and Travion Williams on the other. You've got Trent Frazier and Andre Cabello on one side. On the other, you've got Sasha Stefanovic. You've got Zach e- or Jaden Ivey. I almost said Zach Ivey. Jaden Zach e- Jaden. it's Jaden Ivey's guy's name. Anyway, this is not just a one-dimensional, huge, huge superstar matchup game. Because we've seen... The bigs go up against the other bigs. We've seen guards go up against the other guards. But these two teams have both in spades talent in the front court, talent in the back court, and the ability for either to really take over a game. So when you look at really what this game is, and at least when I take a step back and try to think about like big, big picture, what am I trying to take away from this game? I feel like I really want to know on both sides for both Illinois and Purdue. Where are they going to try and lean on? Because these matchups don't come all that often in the regular season, where you have, as a team that has a little bit of everything, in Purdue's case, let's say, like, top five team in the country kind of talent, of course, pretty much all season long, everyone's agreed it. You don't usually get a matchup where you have star guards and star bigs to go up against all the time, a matchup where five on five, for all 40 minutes, you know you're going to have your work cut out for you. So when this matchup comes along, what is it that a Purdue team wants to do? What is it that an Illinois team wants to attack on? Where is it that these two teams think they have the most of an advantage over any kind of an opponent, over the top-tier opponent that they're going to be facing off against tonight? When you look at all of that, I'm interested. Does Illinois go and try and feed the Big Ten Player of the Week in Kofi Coburn? get him down low inside and scoring often and consistently? Do they think he can take Zach Eady, Or do they think they have a better chance of getting some sort of an advantage on the perimeter? Going to the experience of a guy like Cabello and then Frazier there too to be able to try and throw off this Purdue defense. Same thing goes on the Purdue side. Is it inside to guys like Edie or, or using that inside game? Does Jaden Ivey take over again? What is it that they're doing? Because when it's Top against top. Honestly, when Purdue plays against anyone in the Big Ten, when anyone plays against anyone in the Big Ten, you bring your A game every single time out. But at the same time, when you have these huge, huge, huge games, there is a little bit something extra, I feel like, that goes into making sure that you're putting your best cards on the table as a team. Because again, this is more than just a game or a win and a loss for them. This is an opportunity to get a litmus test For what's to come. And for both of these teams. What's to come. They're hoping is national championship kind of runs. So when they have this kind of a game. Which in the Big Ten isn't as rare as everywhere else. But still hard enough to come by. That you have to pay attention to it. Where do you go? What is the go-to move for your offense? Where do you feel like the strongest matchups are to try and stop somebody else's offense? These are the things we're going to find out. And yeah, these teams, again, are probably doing a lot of this every single game. And would like to play it this way every single time. But again, I feel like it's a little bit different. When you know that you've got, one, everyone watching. And two, What will be one of, for both these teams, I'm sure, uh, at the very least, top five regular season game, if not top three or top two? It has to be. So I'm really, really interested just to see, in that sense, what both these teams bring out. It's more than just an individual player, because we know what all these guys can do. We know Jaden Ivey could take over this game. We know that Kofi Coburn could take over this game. It's not a matter of that. The talent isn't in doubt. It's how the teams are using the talent that you really want to start to pay more and more attention to as we get into February and these teams are starting to fine-tune what they're going to try and do to win five games in a row in March and beginning of April. Hey everyone, so we're in the middle of what we like to call here on Locked On Big Ten, and I'm sure you do too if you're in this area of the country, Big Ten weather. It's the middle of the winter, the roads are terrible all the time, plows just can't keep up always with all the snowstorms that go on throughout the region, so if you need to make sure your car is ready to take on the elements, You need to head on over to rock auto rock auto is a family-owned business that's been operating for 20 years and working to cut out the middleman to make sure you're not paying extra for any of your parts and it makes everything easier for you too you go over to rockauto.com you just search for the part that you need they'll make sure that you get the exact part too if you're not exactly sure how things work or just aren't a car person not everyone can know everything about all the cars it's insane how much there is to know about cars so if you're not an expert, you go find whatever you need and really whatever you need, whether it's a complicated parts or just a carpet for the car. And you can save a whole lot of money by not having to deal with the dealerships or part stores or wherever it is that you're going to get your stuff now. So head on over to rockauto.com right now, save time and save money by not paying as much and having it delivered straight to your door right now. Head over to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Again, it's amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car would ever need. Rockauto.com. Hey there, welcome back into Locked On Big Ten. Thanks for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday, Monday through Friday. And now that we're wrapping up here, once we're done, be sure to head on over to Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. It's hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis from Lee Sterling, free and available wherever you get your podcasts, of course. But first, we've got another big game to talk about before we get into all the betting stuff with your boy Q and Lee Sterling. Michigan State and Wisconsin face-off tonight in a battle teams that, again, one I think we need to learn a lot more about, and another one is reeling on all cylinders right now. Wisconsin has been so, so good as of late. They continue to climb up the standings. I continue to be impressed by with what they're doing, and to be quite honest, I know Wisconsin's really good. I know Michigan State's really good too, but I feel like Michigan State is the team that has to answer the questions here today in this big test. Because for one... Michigan State has not played that tough of a schedule. We've talked to Matt Sheehan about this already on the podcast. But Michigan State, as far as the Big Ten slate goes, has not really faced off against that many of the top teams. It's starting to now. I mean, we're talking about the big game here coming right now. And they've already played Wisconsin once before. We'll get to that in a minute. But Michigan State's really going through these teams for the first time. With that also... Something we talked about with Matt Sheehan last week. Michigan State doesn't have that star. The leading scorer, Gabe Davis, is getting about 12 points per game right now. There are a lot of other Big Ten teams that have that star. And there's still plenty of people, myself a big believer, that you need one to be able to win at this game in particular. In this one where you have to get on a hot streak at the right time to become a champion. Michigan State doesn't have that. And while I believe that a team can be able to win without that superstar, the reason why I kind of be able to go against being able to win the NCAA tournament is because while you may not have a particular guy, and Michigan State fans will argue, and they're right, that they have the kind of a balanced lineup where any one guy can have the big game at any individual night. They just don't have the guy who is there to be the superstar every night out. And again, that wins basketball games. But when you need to win again against the best of the best who have those superstars so many times in a row, it takes a really, really kind of a slim path, I think, to being able to get win after win after win and just so coincidentally have game after game after game where you have somebody who's stepping up to compete with the other team's star, given that you don't have that star. When you don't have someone who's doing it every night, I don't know how you can be the Michigan State team that relies on just somebody to do it on any given night. I feel like you need more security than that to be able to win this NCAA tournament because as consistent as Michigan State can play it and as much as they can have the one guy be the star one night and the other guy the next, there's going to be a team, especially when they get to the tournament, there's going to be just about every team that has that guy who's going to have the big night. So there's a difference between knowing it's going, hoping it's going to be there and knowing it's going to be there, right? Michigan State has a whole lot of guys who you can hope one of them will have the big one. And when both, many of them do, that's when we see them play their best. But you know that on the other side, there's going to be someone every single time who is going to get his. Michigan State has scores. But I feel like if you don't have that star, you just get to a game at some point in that tournament Where the other guy has someone going off. And too many times I see the team that doesn't have that superstar struggling to find someone to step up and keep up in that huge, huge moment. Not because they're incapable. Again, any number of people on Michigan State could take over a game. But there just isn't that experience of being the guy that I feel like is valuable and I feel like We're going to find out a little bit more about with Michigan State. I rambled there for a lot, but the point I was trying to get to was backed up with stats. I mentioned Michigan State hasn't played the teams before. They haven't played the Stars either. The only teams that Michigan State has played that has one of, again, the list will go off of the Wooden Award watch list, seven of those players, is Illinois once and Wisconsin once already. Again, they'll play them again tonight. In the Illinois game, Kofi Coburn didn't play. Michigan State still lost, by the way. In the Wisconsin game, Michigan State lost, but Brad Davis in 22 points, Johnny Davis 25. If you're not going to have that star, you need to have at least, I I think, a defense. If you want to have a shot at winning it all at the end, you have to have a defense that can slow down somebody else's star. And, And Michigan State has not proven that at the very least. Again, the sample size is small, so I won't say that Michigan State can't do it. But I'm just saying that when I'm watching this game tonight, that's what I'm watching for. A team in Michigan State that... Has not only not had this kind of a challenge before, should be ready for it, but has had this particular challenge before already. Hasn't had many chances against big, big teams, so they're ready for this game. But has played this Wisconsin team before and on a second time, I would hope, is able to improve a little bit on what they did in defending those perimeter guys last time out. So that's what I'm looking for. What can Michigan State do to stop the Stars, really the the rest of the way? Because they're going to have a lot of these games in succession, and that's what I'm going to be watching for. When they play against the big Stars in the Big Ten, who's the one that either steps up on the offensive side, or can the team step up on the defensive side to keep up? Because people are going to go off in this sport against you, whether you have a good defense or not.